Welcome to another edition of Mind of a Madman, brought to you from STS Studios. I want to thank everybody again for joining us uh, for this episode. We are joined again this week by Landon to help us with the engineering. Uh, say hi, Landon. Hi. So this week we're going to talk about something that um, I know some some uh, podcasts touch upon it, but not a lot do. It's, and it's because you know there isn't a lot known. Like this, this is going to be one of the shorter episodes because there's not there's not there's not a lot known about this topic. Just I mean, it could be more urban legend than, than anything else. You know, it's hard to really tell. But uh, the, you know, with all the reports that are coming out, there seems to be something to it, and that is uh, the uh, dark-eyed children. So before we get into that, as always, we have uh, our news stories. We've got four for you this week. Uh, it's starting to pile up as the end of the year's coming here. I got a whole bunch uh, to do, so I might do I might do a show early next uh, year. There'll be just nothing but news stories again, like I did uh, leading of this year. Um, also, uh, before we get any further in the show, I want to announce when our next live show is going to be. It is going to be uh, the very last Saturday uh, of this year. So I'll check my calendar. I'm pretty sure it's the 31st of December. Uh, yes, it is. It'll be uh, December 31st. Um, it'll be. Uh, uh, at uh, 10 o'clock Eastern, you'll be able to catch it on uh, um, on a fa- uh, well, uh, you'll be able to catch it live um, on our Facebook uh, fan site. Uh, and it's, this time, I, uh, YouTube should work this time, so your show also be live on YouTube. And then, of course, um, uh, it'll be recorded and rebroadcast uh, uh, where we listen to this uh, to this part of uh, to this bug. This podcast now, where you whether it be Spotify or Apple Music or Anchor or Bean Potter, wherever you're getting this from, uh, you'll be you'll be available a couple days later on there. So uh, I hope everybody can join us. You know, I'm looking, for, you know, I'm looking for listener stories still. Um, if you have any kind of stories that you you want to share with us, please uh, send them in to us. I'll be glad to share them with everybody. Um, and like I said, you, you can stay completely uh, uh, anonymous, or y'all, y'all give your name if you want credit, whichever whichever, whichever way you want to go. So, well, with all that being said, let's get into the news stories. Uh, our first news story this week is entitled 600 million, 600 million year old fossils of tiny humanoids found in Antarctica." So you now we know today that Antarctica is a is a, is a frozen tundra, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's a big, you know, it's at the South Pole, it's just, you know, it's completely frozen. Well, you know, a long time ago, it wasn't, you know, Antarctica wasn't always frozen. In fact, uh, it was theorized that it was, there was probably like a rainforest, or well, a jungle or rainforest, or it was, it was a tropical uh, region uh, of the earth at one time, so it was probably lush with, 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 with forest and all kinds of life. There's probably all kinds of uh, fossils and parts of the fossil records that we don't have probably buried deep deep in Antarctica already at the ice. So the story starts out uh, in the rocky terrain of Whitmore Mountain Range in uh, Antarctica. There have been found fossilized skeletal remains of what seems to be extremely small humans. Interestingly enough, this discovery was made while uh, while this uh, while, the, while while the reporter of this article was in Antarctica on assignment for a national report to, de- to debunk a ridiculous tabloid, tabloid story about a UFO base in the area. Uh, we have, actually a, we have uh, actually a story coming up on that. It's, it's supposedly a Nazi uh, base. Well, there's theories that, that, that it could be a Nazi base 
still left over from, from, from World War II, and, and you know, and that's why, why the Nazis went and hid. It's also uh, reported that it could be alien-based, but well, you know, uh, I already have that story written, and that's that that's coming up in a little while. You know, uh, it'll probably be early next year. So back to the article. While investigation, while investigating this story with several colleagues, we happened upon a group of paleontologists who were searching for evidence that dinosaurs had once roamed the Antarctic continent before it tore loose from uh, Africa and South America and drifted southward to its present location. <clears throat> like I said, it was once a tropical location Earth before it moved. So you have to drift. Is it like a giant, like glacier? No, underneath all the ice, it's actually a landmass. Hmm. It's a huge, it's it's you know a huge landmass covered. You know, it's not all ice. It's actually a big landmass underneath all that ice. Hmm. It's got mountain ranges and everything. Jeez. So, what they found instead astonished them. Not only because of what it was, but because of its age. They tested the fossils and determined, without a shadow of a doubt, that they are at least six hundred million years old. 600 million years ago, jellyfish first appeared. There were no human beings in the world, and there wouldn't be for nearly 560 million, for nearly 560 million years. Uh, there weren't even any dinosaurs at that time. So, you know, human beings, well, the first the first primate, humanoid primates came about came along about 40 million years ago. Current us, uh, Homo sapiens. Uh, they're saying about a million years ago is when is when is when we first emerged the Earth Revolution. So so they say six hundred million years ago before they were even dinosaurs is what these fossils date back to. So then what are these? So what are they saying of like what these fossils are? These they saying like well we're getting into that ancient ancestors or something. First skeleton was found but hidden within layers of a large piece of sedimentary rock that had broken loose from a mountainside. They knew it most likely contained some fossil because of its type and age. When they split the rock apart, they were completely confused. Here was a fossil from an age when, uh, when the appearance of the first vertebrates was still millions of years off, and it was a complete skeleton. Not only that, it appeared to be human. I was about to say, like, a vertebrate is what? Is that, is that like a... Something has a spine. Ah. Like mammals, fish... Um... Reptiles. See, you know, like that's you know, like the one thing I don't know is what does it count? Oh no, no, no. What does a snake count as? What's that's a vertebrate. Has a or a, that's a vertebrate. Has a spine. I was just about to say, is that because like does that actually count as a vertebrate? Yes. Because it, it's just one long bone. It, it doesn't matter. It's still a spine. Yes. Second skeleton was a very good specimen. I want the first one. The second skeleton was in a fully extended position. Um, there's pictures on here which I will definitely put on the uh, on the Facebook fan site. Very interesting looking. They do appear to be human like. I mean, very complete human. They're, you know, and, and they have a penny for reference. So these things look to be about six inches long, maybe. So they were very very tiny. Uh, so the reporter also liked to stress to the readers that these tiny fossilized skeletons are not the remains of extraterrestrials, as they expect the tabloids will, will be reporting when this news breaks. Uh, that's what all the article says about them. Like I said, there's there's uh, pictures on here of, of them. I, I definitely want to, uh, you know, I want you guys to look at them and let me know what you think. They're very interesting looking. So, uh, am I saying that these are 100% authentic? Uh, I'm not saying that there wasn't tiny humans one time, but 600 million years ago, that, that, that just seems hard to... I mean, that was before, as far as I can tell, remember... 
there really wasn't any animals that were even on 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 you know on land yet. We were still all ocean creatures. So that's I don't know. We'll see. Uh, you know, I'll put up on the Facebook page. I want all you guys to you know chime in and let me let me know what you think. Our second story is titled "Secret Key Behind Sphinx's Ear." Life on Earth will change irrevocably when it will be unlocked. The Sphinx is surrounded by mysteries. Did you know the Sphinx is actually several thousand years older than the pyramids? That's not proven, but uh, Graham Hancock's one of the leading scientists talking about this because if you look at the erosion on it, it was uh, uh, it was caused by heavy uh, torrential rains, which the last time that that happened was during the um, the um, uh, Younger Dryas uh, period. Um, we have an episode of that coming up as well next year. Um, basically, the Younger Dryas was a period uh, on Earth when we were just coming out of a we were just coming out of an ice age, and some kind of cataclysm happened, and it threw us right back in right back into the ice age. They they think it was um, a comet. Uh, right now, every June, I think it's June or July, and then every October, there's the um, there's the uh, uh, a torrid meteor shower. Yeah. And the torrid meteor shower is basically the tail, or it's basically the debris field of a comet that, that broke up thousands of years ago. Well, I think the big that are still falling to this day. Yeah, it's 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 basically you know it's basically a debris field that basically crosses the other Earth's rota- uh, uh, path around around the sun, and you know we go through it twice a year. Um, but anyways, they think about twelve million or about twelve thousand years ago, this this. This comet broke up, and chunks of it rained down to the Earth, and basically, uh, it it basically surrounded the Earth in th- you know, uh, real thick clouds, blocked out the sun, triggered another ice age. When you read about all the all the great flood stories, mm-hmm. they think that this might have been what triggered the great the great flood that's talked about uh, with with Noah's Ark uh, in the epics of Gilgamesh and all the other you know cultures around the world that all have flood, great great flood stories. So. Yeah, they. It has been proven that the, that the Sphinx is a couple thousand years older than the pyramids, but a lot of leading scientists are starting to lead to the fact that when the that when the Egyptians came on the scene in Egypt, the Sphinx was already there. They just built around it. You know, the younger, you know, or an older civilization had built the Sphinx. So back to the article. So, a boy from Russia who claims in his past life he lived on Mars before being reborn on Earth. This is this story's gonna, gonna get a little weird, but you know I've you know we've all learned to sometimes the weird turns out to be true. But let's just let's just handle the story for a minute. The kid's parents say that he was a wonder boy from the start. He managed to walk and talk at only a few months old. He could read at the age of two, and was and even as an infant he could keep his head straight without assistance. This kid was definitely you know not a typical human being. He was way above average. Extremely intelligent. His parents also said that around age seven he started talking about other world civilizations without those without those things ever being mentioned to him. He says life on Mars ended due to a massive conflict that he that that they wouldn't listen to that that ended due to a massive conflict and they wouldn't listen to him. According to the boy, a few pilots from Mars came to Earth and felt strong and felt a strong connection to the Egyptians. The boy warns us that the Earth is bound to the same fate unless we unlock our secrets behind the Sphinx's ear. So, you know, this isn't part of the Younger Dryas 
theory, but maybe it's it's just something I'm throwing out there. Perhaps the same comet that caused our younger Dryas here on Earth could that have caused you know could there have been civilizations on Mars and the younger Dryas uh, comet impacts also impacted Mars and because of that you know you know Mars went into a you know into the state that it is today you know, without an atmosphere and all the water frozen. Uh, so basically, all the article is saying is that behind the, the, the behind the ear of the, the the right ear of the Sphinx, there's a locked um, a locked passageway, and behind that passageway is where all the records are contained um, of, of of the great cataclysm that happened on Mars, that happened here on Earth. Um, and you think if you're going to store information, do you want this, this? If you want information to survive thousands of years. How are you going to record that information? Yeah. Do you think anything you have on your phone or, or in the cloud, if something happens to electricity, that's all worthless. It's all gone. You put things on books, in books, in paper. What happens to paper? It, it like, fades away. It fades, it deteriorates, it can burn. But you put things in rock, like the Egyptians did with hieroglyphics and other civilizations around the world did hieroglyphics. That's going to last forever. So... What you're basically saying is that it's almost, well, there's always, there's been, supposedly under, the, I think it's the left paw of the Sphinx, there's supposed to be a hall of records that dates back and talks about uh, the construction of the pyramids, um, the city of Atlantis, all the great civil, you know, all this, all the secrets that have been lost to time, supposedly in the hall of records. Perhaps this is the entry to the hall, hall of records, who knows? All I know is right now in Egypt, they're really locking down exploration they're not letting any new any new tombs or chambers being open right now the government's going through some turmoil right now so hopefully in a few years they can get that straightened out and we can get back to uh exploring and see what's, see what's behind the ear of the sphinx maybe you know it is a hall record who knows um, our third story uh and this one ties in uh if you've ever heard of the uh cerulean hypothesis We've talked about this, basically saying that, you know, we're not the first intelligent civilization on this earth, that there's actually a greater civilization before us, and they went through the Younger Dryas period and got wiped out, and, we, and basically only a few humans survived without technology, and we had to basically relearn everything. This story kind of ties in with that. This is titled, Undeniable Proof That We Are Not the First Species on This Planet and Not the Last. Despite the fact that modern era science tends to deny the truth of these theories, the truth of the matter is that we're not. there's not a shred of doubt about it. We are not the first here and surely will not be the last. The most, the, the most noticeable civilizations that have ever, or that have believed to have lived before us, are the following. The Lemuria, the Hyperborea, and the most popular civilization theories, Atlantis, which is not prov proven, it's theorized, but as things more and more understanding of Earth's of Earth's history, and we, you know, you know, in our exploration of of of, uh, of underwater ruins is becoming more and more to light. We're definitely it's starting to lean more towards that there was something, there was some kind of a civilization, some kind of a, uh, you know, the the, the other superior to everything else on Earth. It's not proven, but science is starting to slowly go that way. So, if anyone for some reason denies the existence of these civilizations, how can they even do so when we know for sure that this is supported by millions of people as well as the media as a whole? 
one of the oldest civilizations to ever have existed on our planet, lived around three billion years old ago. So they're saying three billion years ago that there was a, that there was a civilization. If there was, I don't think it was human because you know the, the Earth was 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 only a billion years old. It was still a very inhospitable place to life. So I I, I don't know who wrote this article. I'm gonna throw it out there. Like I said, I don't ever read. I, I don't ever pre-read these articles because I like to react to them as as you guys are going through them. If I would have read this, I would never even talk about this because this is uh, this was sent by a listener. And I, I mean, you know, I'm glad that you know you can live on, live live a fantasy. But this is, I mean, parts of it I know I, I get I get with, but the 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 the, 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 the three billion years ago. I don't know anybody who will support that. Let's continue on just see where this article goes. This is supported by discovery of an interesting rock near Kleptor, near Klerchdorp. A whole bunch of strange shaped objects were discovered. But that's not all. More amazingly, artifacts were discovered in the 19th century in Dorchester County, Massachusetts, that shared similar strange properties. Strange footprints date back to 500 million years ago, and the shoe that is widely accepted to have been constructed by an intelligent species that lived nearly 300 million years ago. Now that I have seen, and that I do... So basically, they found 300 million year old fossilized footprints. And some of them had what looks to be a modern looking shoe. It's it's flat, it's flat bottom, but it looks, it looks almost like a sandal bottom or something, but it's, but it's 300 million years old. Now, if you you know if you if if you're okay with, you know if you accept the whole Swillian hypothesis, then you know there was a, another civilization way before I don't know about 300 million years ago, but there was definitely something there because there are it looks just like shoes shoes you know I've seen these footprints. There's also a set of footprints that go right alongside of dinosaur footprints, which shows that perhaps human beings were alongside of dinosaurs at one time. The fossils were side by side. I need to understand too that the carbon, the carbon dating. When you start getting back that far, there, there's a plus and minus factor that you know was it 300 million years ago? Maybe it's only 150. You know the the you know the the potential for error when you start going back that far with carbon because you know, carbon carbon 14 dating only, only ha, it has certain limits. And they give you a general picture, but when you start going back that far, it's 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 really a crapshoot. Well, like um. I know, like you were talking about, like um, like um, like them writing in stone and stuff. Like like hieroglyphs and stuff. Yeah, or like runes. Right, runes like Viking runes, joke. Like um, like this might be a connection, but like I know, like in like most mythology, um, the um Jotunas of um of um Jotunheim, which is pretty much like, which is like the realm of the giants. It's um, that's how they always predicted the future is that is that they will either draw it out as like as like a giant hieroglyphic or in runes to try and explain of, of like of like on what happens in the future. Because based off of most mythology is the the giants, okay, can actually like um see into the future and then they can use that to try and change that or lead to that, like, like with like Ragnarok, like the giants knew that at the end of Ragnarok it will is when the um is when the um is when Asgard will fall. Right. And 
see what's unique about or what's 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 cool about that is you know whether you look at North mythology, North Norse mythology or you look at the Greeks, the Romans, look at Christianity, you look at uh, the Jewish religion, you look at Muslims, at every major culture and religion in the world. Yeah, they all do one thing. They try to predict the future. They try to tell you what's going to yeah. happen. Isn't it interesting how, how every culture of humans want to know what's going to happen before, before it happens? Yeah. Like, you know, personally, I don't want to know. I mean, you know, like, if, if someone came to me right now and said, look, I can tell you when you're going to die and how you're going to die. I don't want to know. Let me be surprised. <laughs> I don't want to know that. Just think about it. Or, 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 or even if they said, all right, I don't know when you're going to die, but I know how you're going to die. You're going to die in a car accident. Mm. Every time I get in a car, I'm going to be scared to death. Is this the time I die? I, I'm not going to want to get in a car again. So I don't want to know when or how. You know, I don't want to know yeah. the future. That, that's how, that's, that's how, like, you know, I mean, I believe that there are some people who can, who are psychic to a degree, how they can, you know, where maybe they can communicate with, 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 the, with the other side. And as far as seeing into the future, I don't really buy a lot of fortune telling. I mean, you know, there are, there, you know, there are, you know, there have been, and I'm sure there are some prophets. What? Like, the fortune tellers? I don't believe, I don't, I don't. Like, like, I mean, like, and I mean, like, no offense to, like, any fortune tellers who listen to this, but I mean, like, I don't think what they're doing is, like, real or not. See, with fortune telling, it's a very slippery slope because, did you ever hear, you, you, you know, it was, it, it was before, you know, you know, you know, you know if, if, if it was even around when you were alive, you were still a little when it went off the air. This piece you called uh, Crossing Over with, was it John, Jonathan Michaels or Jonathan... Jonathan Edwards, mm-hmm. and this guy would have a crowd of people, and he'd go out and he he'd be like, somebody here just had a just had uh, a grandparent die, and their name again with a J. Someone said, oh, it was me, it was me. He would he would just throw out general information, and he <laughs> would like. Now I think okay, like didn't Family Guy do like a whole episode based South on Park that? did so uh, they I think they might have South Park did too because. Because Peter Peter was doing it. Peter was doing it, yeah. Because yes. So but and and basically, it's you know a good you know if you know just by throwing a couple key things out there that can apply to a bunch of people, people are going to voluntarily start giving you information, and then you can take the information. Key. So a lot of that, you know, uh, I'm very leery of fortune tellers. Now visionaries, people who can see, you know, like. There have been, you know, if, you know, it, it's just hard to, to really buy into any of that. I mean, some people buy into it wholeheartedly, you know, and for some people who have lost a loved one and they think that they're talking to their loved one, if that brings them comfort, you know, go for it, you know. But for me, yeah. I, I, I just don't buy into it. But So let's get back, back to the article swinging through because we still haven't a whole other article through yet. So it goes on to say that last but not least, they have unfathomable proof. The art, an artifact that was found in a uh, or by the partisan region of Primoria. Uh, it is a small product made of crystalline musonite grains. The material is extremely difficult to produce, even with today's society, let alone 300 million years ago. All these artifacts and more suggest one thing and only one thing. Humans are not the first and only civilization to occupy this world. And it won't be the last one either. So, do you know what the Cerulean's hypothesis is? No. Basically, is that 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 our civilization we're not the first the first group of of intelligent beings to be on this planet. That thousands, maybe millions of years ago, there was another intelligent. Maybe it wasn't humans. It probably wasn't humans. But 
maybe dinosaurs evolved into upright bipedal creatures like us. They're, they're, they're intelligent, and they created all kinds of different you know, machinery and space travel and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And I'll think about how it could all tie together. Yeah. You think, well, where's the proof? All right. Look at, like, you go somewhere, like, like different stories. Centralia, Pennsylvania, which is only 10 miles from here. It's like a 15-minute like drive from here. Not even. 30 or 50 years ago, that was a that was a bustling town. It was a it had houses, churches, uh, stores, everything in it. You go to today, and what's left? Grass and crumbling roads, and that side, and crumbling sidewalks, and that's it. Everything else is gone. Is it central? That's where my fire is at. Yeah, but isn't that also a home to things like the Devil's Highway or something like that? It used to be a Devil's Highway, which was where the the mine fire was eaten up through the road and it was starting to collapse. And they closed that down, and then people were like, you know, painting, uh, uh, you know, uh, graffiti, graffiti which, which was fine. But then, you know, that road was dangerous to taking vehicles. I mean, it's okay to walk on, but then people started taking four wheels on there and jumping them and getting hurt. And so the state was afraid of getting sued, so they just closed it off to everybody, which which which, 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 which is really sad. It's a piece of history, guys. They got taken away from us. But, anyways, the actual town next to that, 50 years ago, it was a, it was a complete town. Only 50 years later, the only thing left is grass and crumbling sidewalks and streets. You think another 100 years from now, what's that going to look like? All that, all those, all those roads and sidewalks are all going to crumble and just turn into dirt. Grass is going to grow, over, trees are going to start growing. You go there 500 years from now, it's going to be a forest. Yeah. You go there a thousand years from now, there'll be no, you, you'll never even know that that there's even any houses or town there. It'll be totally, everything will be gone. Yeah. So if a civilization survived, or you know, was around a million years ago, what's going to survive a million years? Yeah. Nothing is going to survive, even if they had like monuments like like Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore is there now, but five hundred thousand years from now, unless it's it's protected and and, and maintained, and, um, yeah, and, it's going to um, erode updated. to nothing. It's it's it's, it's going to be you know smoothing out and you'll, you'll you'll do the erosion. There'll be nothing left. So you you see, even that will be gone in time. So, you know, I really buy into the, that there is that that there was something, but three hundred million years ago, I don't know. Let's go to our last article. Like I said, this 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 one I I, 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 I just wrote or read. Well, I don't know. I mean, I I, I understand some. Of the, they're they're really taking they're really taking a lot of liberties, and they're they're taking a couple facts, and then then they're just like really fishing with them. I don't like that article, but. I mean, I'm glad the listener sent it to me. Anyways, I mean, if you've been in, in, in the article, sent it to me. Yo, I, yo, I like to like, like look at it and pick them apart. Uh, for our last article, it's it's entitled "Mini UFO Follows Truck Slows Down Time." Um, hold on, just an ad big ad here to get through. Why do they always put ads in the middle of this? I don't know. So Lloyd Dunst. A 47-year-old man from North Dakota was riding in his truck back from work on a Friday evening, accompanied by his son Kenny, when he started seeing lights and hearing strange sounds. First, he thought he was experiencing delusions due to his diabetes because he'd forgotten to take his pills that day. He asked his son, do you hear that? Thinking he wouldn't see the lights from his side. Kenny asked uh, what he should be hearing. Lloyd took his medicine and waited a few minutes for it to take effect, but the lights and noises didn't go away. Then looking at the lights, he saw a strange object. He, er, he saw an object in a strange, non-uniform shape. He was amazed and asked for his son's phone to film what was going on. 
His son complied, but when he tried to film the hovering object, it went it quickly went away. It fell it fell back suddenly, like a vehicle when it would when it would brake hard, trying to avoid hitting something. Mr. Dunst recalls. He says the uh, the strange object was hovering along the car, not a, not above it, and along not above it. And when he put his phone down, it reappeared. Isn't that convenient? <laughs> Just playing devil's advocate. Lights were kind of pale, as it reminds, in, because uh, as he remembers, the sound wasn't constant. It was a low frequency, like a bass, but it wasn't hurting Lloyd Dears. Also, he told the police that the lights and sounds weren't perce weren't perceivable at the same time, and he only saw the bizarre shape of the entire object for a split second. When it came back and he tried to film it again, the UFO went under the truck. Under the truck. Lloyd was afraid to stop, not knowing how the object or his son, who had no idea what was going on at that point, would react. He decided to reduce speed and drive on, watching carefully. After what he counts as an approximate quarter of an hour, he was scared to death and nearly drove off the road by his son's reaction to seeing the mysterious object himself. It came out of, it came out from beneath the car. Uh, this time. It was it was it was on it was on his son's side. Kenny didn't recall hearing it make any noise, but also saw the lights. The object's edges were described, or that he described it. Kenny, both his father, measured the the hovercraft as being the size of a medium suitcase, but much thinner with sharp edges. Twenty-two-year-old Kenny told investigators he discovered the object's edges were, or he discovered the object's edges were starting to glow slightly in the direction. And it intended to change movement. Before it could steer left, the upper edge would glow, would glow a little. If it wanted to go slower, the brakes would come on like a normal car. So I thought it was a drone of some sort and something was messing up, messing with us. But after a while, I realized its movements were too swift to be remote controlled. Tried to film it, it would go under our truck again. So, you know, basically they described it as sort of a... Like a moon, or like a like a, like a crescent moon shape. Maybe it was a drone, but not like you know a drone that you or I could purchase, like a you know, military drone. But you know, perhaps it was a drone. Uh, reading on here. So Lloyd looked at his watch and his phone, which were perfectly synchronized, and realized he made a 28-mile journey in no more than two or three minutes. The missing time phenomenon Lloyd experience is something that protagonists of UFO encounters routinely describe. It's a well-established fact that time dial is during moments of increased tension, but missing time cannot be explained this way. There's no way to no way that it would affect the laws of physics enough for a truck to travel at 600 miles an hour. So basically, he he would have had to have driven 600 miles an hour to make to go 28 miles in two to three minutes. Uh. Boy, two weird stories in a row this week. I don't, I don't know. Uh, you know, you guys tell me what you think. You know, uh, you know, some weeks the stories are fascinating. Some weeks the stories are just plain weird or odd. This this week they're definitely in odd. So, with that being said, uh, let's move into our story. Dark-eyed children. So, dark or black-eyed children are a recent phenomena only being reported since the late 1990s. In most reported cases, a group of children with completely black eyes approach an adult who is alone in a car or a house. 
The kids are normally two boys between the ages of 10 and 13. They either ask for a ride home or to come inside and use the phone or bathroom. In almost all cases, the adult will sense an overwhelming fear and realize something about the situation is drastically off about their eyes, which are completely black. No white and no colored iris, but totally black. The first known report of black-eyed children was reported by reporter Brian Bethel in a ghost-related mailing list where he described such an encounter with children with totally black eyes in Abilene, Texas. He also claimed someone else had a very similar encounter in Portland, Oregon. But even these aren't the very first alleged encounters, as there were unsubstantiated tales of black-eyed children from the mid-1980s. As time has gone on, the stories are still very similar. The children have been reported to be as young as 6 and as old as 16. They've also been described as hitchhiking or begging. Other than their eyes, they appear like a perfectly normal child, except their clothes might be outdated, and in a few scattered reports, people have reported talon-like feet. One particular thing, or one peculiar thing about them is they seem to appear and disappear in the thin air. Now, there is an account of someone letting the black-eyed children into their home. In Vermont, in a small farm village, an elderly couple heard three knocks on their door. When they opened the door, there was a little boy and a little girl. One of the children said, parents will be here soon. May we come in? The children didn't make eye contact. Hesitant at first, they left them inside. As the children sat on the couch, the wife made them hot chocolate, while the husband asked them questions which they didn't respond to. The wife noticed their cat acted very strangely around the children. One of the children said, may we use the restroom? At this point, they made eye contact with the wife, and she directed him to the bathroom. The husband had his face covered with his hands and said, did you see their eyes? When the husband lowered his hands, the wife saw that he had a nosebleed. All of a sudden, the power in the house went out. The wife went to the bathroom to check on the children. She heard their voices say, our parents are here. The children exited the house, leaving the door wide open. The wife noticed two men at the end of the driveway. They were very tall and slender. The wife waved, but got no response. The men and children got into a car and drove away. As far as, as soon as they left, the power came back on. The following week was very strange. Three of the four cats disappeared, and a fourth cat was found dead in the pool. The husband continued having nosebleeds and finally went to a doctor only to find that he had aggressive skin cancer. In recent yeah, it's weird, isn't it? In recent years, sightings of black-eyed children have spread from the U.S. to other parts of the world. For example, in 2014, two black-eyed children were witnessed at a pub in Staffordshire, England. Whatever these entities were are, the occurrences are eerie and seem to be increasing. So what could they be? There are numerous theories. One is they are aliens or alien-human hybrids, mainly due to the fact that they have large black eyes, just like the greys do. On that same theme, maybe they are interdimensional beings or a life form from an alternate universe. It's extremely negative feelings and the easiness people experience around them. It's also been theorized they are demonic entities. Then again, people have brought into conversation they might be some sort of vampire, especially considering... They need your permission to enter your house. Whatever they are, it's definite that this phenomenon is going to continue because it has only been increasing as time has been going on.
The best thing you can do if you encounter these beings is to avoid them. Ask them to leave and close the door. Uh, I haven't, you know, including the one story that I, the, the one example I just listed, I haven't heard one story where someone left them in and into their home and it ended well. A lot of times, people have left them into their homes, and they have, and they they've never seen or heard from again. Uh, some have been murdered. So yeah, if you ever encounter children, period, with with, with black eyes, just run, turn away, ask, just just ignore them, or you know, avoid them at all costs. So what do you think about black eyed children, Landon? Um, from what like you said about like like. I don't know if that could be an alien human hybrid, or like that much like something demonic, just like that. Because I mean, like, so I mean, like, that's not normal. How a guy can get like skin cancer, or, like the powder go out, like as soon as like the children go into the bathroom. Well, when what when the two men, when the when two ten slender men in black suits showed up into the driveways when the power went out, when their parents were there. So is it maybe like, cause like, from what it sounds like to me, it's not like a alien human hybrid. It sounds like a demon alien hybrid. Because the, because the boys, because the, the kids, they, because they, because if they like, say it's like if like you have to, like say it's like they have to walk past a window to get to your door, you might you might not even see them there. Like they'll just like poof, just like literally just like um appear out of there like out of like um like out of midair. Okay. Right. And then like but then like if you were looking out the window that you have to pat you have to walk past to get to the front door. You won't see them there, and then you'll literally just see them spawn, like um, or just like or just like see them appear right at the front door there. That doesn't sound like like a normal human hybrid. That's that sounds like a demon, like a like a demonic alien hybrid to me. Right. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what I think. Um, at first, like you said, with the whole. Making you feel uneasy and the nosebleeds and all that stuff. Yeah. It does sound demonic at first because, glance. Like, because, like, to be honest, I mean, like, because, like, there, there, there's no way a normal alien can do all that. How do you know? Have you ever met an alien? True. Let me, let me tell you what I, what I feel or think or... So, at first I thought, all right, a demon because of, you know, things that happen, you know, all the weird stuff. Thought, all right, it's a, it's a demon. But when their parents came, two tall slender men in suits. What's that sound like to you? Slender men. No. The men in black. Jones, but no, see, duh. But you know that movie was that movie was based on 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 uh, rumors or legends of. Actually, men, 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 men in black who after there's an alien encounter or sighting, they come yeah. in and basically threaten you. You keep your mouth shut, you know, blah, 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 you know. So, perhaps, you know, perhaps, you know, so, you know, were those guys men in, men, men in black? 
If they were, the men in black don't deal with demons. They deal with aliens. We yeah. think. Maybe it's some kind of, you know, maybe it is an alien-human hybrid. Maybe maybe it's a race of aliens that look just like us except for their eyes and they're and they got weird, you know. Maybe you know being around them, like makes them stronger. Maybe well, take for instance, right? Maybe like you know, like our body has electrochemistry or magnet or our body, everything in our body works off of electrical impulses from our from our brain. Maybe they maybe they have stronger pulses that like you know that like interfere with our bodies, you know. Electromagnetic impulses that, that gives you that fear of a, or that feeling of uneasiness or fear that would, could cause your nose to bleed. You know, I don't know. It's just kind of weird that there was two men they called parents, or were they some kind of a hybrid? Mm -hmm. It's just it's it's really really weird. And like I I like I tried going back and I really couldn't find any accounts from like I found real brief descriptions like back in the eighties, mid eighties. As far back as I could go, I couldn't find anything any any earlier, like 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 the 60s, the 20s, 1800s. Well, the Men in Black, as far as we know, has has only been around in this country since the f maybe 50s or 60s, maybe I don't know. Yeah. But, but reports don't go back any further than that. So it's kind of weird how the emergence of, of the of, of the Black Eyed Children comes out a couple, a decade or two after the emergence of of the, of the other Men in Black. Yeah. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So I think it has to. Do, uh, so I think it might be some. Alien-related somehow. Hybrids. A type of alien, I don't know. The whole thing's just kind of weird, but... With that being said, let's go... Um, let's 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 take a look at the question of the week from last week. You weren't here for this one, so... You can chime in on this before I give my answer. Alright, so now that I think about it, Lana, Actually, you were here for the last episode, but you didn't give your answer. Okay. The question of the week last week was... What's the one thing do you think that hum the human that humanity is doing right now, that our civilization is doing, that's actually not helping us get more technolo technologically advanced in the future, but actually is actually holding us back or setting us back? Is there, is there anything do you think that, that you humans are doing that are actually counterintuitive to, to our, our to our our growth of knowledge and? Like that, I'm not a hundred percent. I mean, like. Probably see like probably say like people like not testing their things enough. Like say if like a new um like um scientist or like someone who knows how to build like robots. If, like say if like because like I know like in some colleges there are like these little robot things. It's almost like a little vehicle, but like um. And like, that's supposed to be used with like DoorDash and Uber Eats, okay? The, oh, it's like a test vehicles where it's yeah for like, for like uh, delivery services and stuff. Yeah, but these are strictly owned by the university, by the college. I have no idea which which right okay if it right. Is. And like um, but, but, like, but um, how do you think that's that's counterintuitive to us progressing as a society? Because like because like. Because like only like so many people are doing it. Not like not like only like only like one single university using these. Like they could probably. Oh, so you're saying that that just that the technology isn't being employed in a lot in, in places where it could be to help to help exactly. save. Exactly. Okay, so basically you're saying that that weren't that a lot of places that that could utilize 
technologies such as such, such, such as automatic and robotic or such as automation robotics they're not using it to the full potential yes and they're, and they're, all right so yeah i mean i can see you know, I, you know i never thought about that but you're absolutely right you know i mean there's places where you could you know like all right so i used to work for a hospital in the pharmacy uh you had inventory control and uh they actually have robots that that take a non that, that take a non-narcotics to, to the different places you know uh in a hospital, so you know, instead of having to have somebody run, run you know, run five different uh, departments, and this hospital is huge. It's, it's, it's probably like uh, it's probably like half a mile long. It's huge. Isn't isn't this hospital you used to work at also was isn't it haunted too? I can get into that some other time. Yeah, it's definitely haunted. Actually, you know what? I'm gonna talk about that on, on our live special. <laughs> I'm gonna give my personal story from there. But I, I, I actually, I think I've talked about it a little bit on the story or. You know, on the show, but I'll, but be all highlight again. But anyways, getting back to what I'm saying or what you're saying. So I mean, you know, there are, you know, there are places like that using right uh, robots to you know uh, deliver things. I know yeah. um, um, uh, FedEx is working on drones where like we carry you. Know, there's a driver in a truck going down the street, mm-hmm. and or he might make a stop at at this house. At the same time, a drone goes out of the ceiling of of the truck, mm-hmm. and and while this driver's making two or three other stops, it'll drop the package off and come back. And land back in his uh, truck and grab another package, you know. So basically, oh, assisting him. I know Amazon's looking at at doing uh, drone uh, deliveries that are like in a real close radius um, of their uh, distribution centers, you know, by using drones and stuff. So, but yeah, I mean, I think that you know it could be used a lot more. And I think I think as we go into the future and people trust that kind of technology more, it will happen. It's just I think right now there's a lot of, there's a huge trust issue right now. People don't fully trust, you know, automation yet. Yeah. Artificial intelligence. People don't fully trust it yet. So I think in time that will happen. Um, I've had people talked about that. I've had people say that um, another good one that I got was the distribution of, of wealth in this in this world. All the money is held by one percent of the people. Well, those people don't want don't want science to to uh, progress that fast because if it does. You know, I mean, if we got to a point where humans could have machinery do all their work for them, what do, you know, it, it, it takes the power away from the wealthy. Yeah. So I think, so I do see people saying that that, is, that, 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 that is, that that is limiting. Um, I've had people say, you know, um, fact that, that, that there's not peace on earth that we're, that we're constantly fighting with each other, you know, different countries are fighting. That that also now at the same time you got to remember though war does war does at the same time as it's destructive war does spur on inventions and ingenuity because during World War Two, um, now Nazi Germany w- was was doing it horrifically but the Nazis they progressed medicine 30, 40 years and in a in a few short years by all their by all their experiments on their on their prisoners um scientifically um you know um technology progressed during world war ii between you know the you know, development of uh, atomic energy and rocketry and jet engines and, um so for me what do i think is the biggest thing holding us back that's our dependence on fossil fuels so one of the biggest problems we're, we're running into it right now all right, we, we want to switch all these cars over to electric cars. Yeah. What's the problem with that? Our electric grid, our electrical grid, if it gets hot in the summertime, everybody has air conditioners on. The electrical grids are, 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 are crashing 
just because of air conditioners coming on. Now, how are we going to power, you know, 30 million electric cars? Yeah. Ain't going to work. We need to we need to beef up our electrical system. Yeah. We need to start. We need to stop relying on fossil fuels. Yeah. And combustion engines using fossil fuels, and we need to start relying more on solar power, uh, wind wind power generation. We need to start utilizing. I know I know some countries in Europe are starting to utilize. Um, they put like little ballast out in the ocean, and yeah, yeah, you know, as the waves come in, you know, get moved up and down and generates power. We need to start using a lot more of that. You know, we need to start utilizing our natural resources better, like you know, our, our renewable resources. Because power is going to be our, our number one limitation. Because no matter what you develop, if you don't have the power to run it, then you're it's all for naught. So yeah. I think our biggest thing holding us back right now is our dependence on fossil fuels. We need to beef up our, our, our electrical grid and we need to get away from fossil fuels. I think yeah. if, you, if you do that, I think we're going we to rock it into the future so fast. Do you have anything to add to that before I go to next week's question? I don't really think so. I mean, like, it's mainly just, like, is that, like, they just need to, like, like put a house, like, on dispute, like, the products that they're trying to, like, test. Because, like, because, like, like, I was, like, like, I'm going to try and, like, add on to this, but, like, what I was saying, of, like, how, like, they were, like, um, so, like, if, like, only, like, one university... Like one certain area has these little robots. Right. How are we gonna know is that if it's gonna work in like this area or in, like this area? Well, what well, well, what what you probably might not see or realize is that they are like like all right, you know, like if they're experimenting with like robotics at one university, once they once they feel comfortable that it that it's that it, that it works, then they might take it to two or three other other universities and have them try it out. Yeah. So I mean, it will. It's just it's just. Like if university has something like that and it's only there, it's probably because they're they're still developing it and it's it's and it's not it's not fully ready, it's not ready to go into a full scale test yet. So I think that's what's going on there. So, yeah. all right. So, uh, you know we're you know we're closing this year out and we're heading into a new year. Um. So, this this question really isn't. Like, uh, like, you know, like, uh, what do you think? Or this question is, all right, so uh, we're coming up on our 50th episode. Actually, our live episode will be our 50th episode. Oh, will it? That'll be, that'll be episode 50. What episode are we on now? This is 48. Jeez. So we're coming up on our 50th episode. Um, I have a bunch of episodes written. I mean, I have, I have probably 30 episodes written ahead. But you know what? Before I get into those, I want to know what you guys want to hear. Like, like what topics that I haven't covered yet? Do you want? Do you want me to, to you like to cover? I mean, I want to take a poll, and you know, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna do a top ten. And a top ten, you know, like I'll do yell at intersperse. I'll do an episode that I've written that I'll do number one, and then you know, and work all the way down, or, or vice versa, you know, and. I mean, I can't do them all straight because it takes a long time to write one episode, and I, you know, and if I, you know, if I try doing all ten in a row, I'm not going to get episodes out every week. So, um, so yeah, so that's my question for next week. What, what is there? What that I haven't covered? It can be anything paranormal, um, science related, anything in that general realm, like you know, UFOs, spirits, ghosts, Bigfoot, aliens, 
any kind of like weird occurrences, uh, coincidences, um, you know, uh, um, what's what I'm looking for here? Uh, uh, crypto zoological creatures, um, weird creatures, lost history, anything, anything, anything. So you tell me, Lynn, do you have anything do you want me to cover that I haven't covered yet? One major one is we could do like different creatures from like um from like um from like from like all different mythologies because like there's like a crap load of different creatures. Oh, you I mean, mean like okay, the, that'd like, be cool. That'd from be like, cool. From like um from like um Norse mythology, like you have like Draga, um like um like you also have like um Hellwalkers. And like and like um, all other sorts of different creatures like that, and like from like um Greek mythology, which you know more of. Right. There's like um, minotaurs. Um, there are um trying to think of other ones. Gorgons. Gorg yeah, um, Gorgons. There's the Cyclops. There's, there's, all, yeah, there's all kinds of creatures. So yeah, that that, that that's actually your only idea. Do we get like you know talk about like the top like like the top fifteen maybe uh. Actually, we could probably break it down into like you know a series, like you know, like part one could maybe maybe highlight like our eight or ten out of all of them, and then you know do like you know like you'll you'll like a multi-part series, like you'll do part one here, maybe a month later do part two or something like that. But yeah, that's a great idea. Yeah, so uh, if anybody out there else listening has you know has any ideas of something I can I can do do a show on, please, I beg you, let me know. Uh, if you have any kind of stories for me to read during um. Our live show on December thirty first. Once again, send it in to me. You can you you can you can email it to me. That's that's probably the easiest way for me to get it. And you know, especially if it's like if it's like long, because I mean, if you text it to me, it's gonna break it up probably in like fifteen different texts. So I prefer you email it to me. Um, if it's a long story, if it's just an idea, you can email it. You can uh, shoot me a message on Facebook uh, on our on our uh, mind of a mad, mad, mad mind of a madman Facebook page. Um, our email address once again is moampodcast21 at gmail.com. Um, you can, uh, text it to, to us. You can call it and let a voicemail if, if you want. Uh, you know, all different ways to contact us, you know, so you'll pick one, you know, let me know what you guys think. Um, the link to all of those are, are below in, in the description, you know, have our email address. So I have our link to our, uh, fa- our, uh, our Facebook fan page. It'll have, um, the phone number that they can reach out to us and either, either text us or let, let a voicemail. So uh, with that being said, I want to thank everybody for joining in this week. Um, oh, I want to apologize for no episode last week. I have issues with, uh, with with Anchor FM, which is who I uh, upload through. For some reason, it, they won't let me into my account. I got it all squared away. So, uh, you know, so, you, you know, so, you know, you guys went a week without an episode. I apologize for that. Um, and like I said, our live episode will be on the 29th. Uh, it'll be on the Facebook uh, fan page. It should be on YouTube this time around. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in this week. And I'll catch you guys next week with another episode. And until then, stay safe.